0: Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, and Rick and Morty. I'm Dylan Eisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval.
1: Hello.
0: Delaney and I are finishing our watch-through of Over the Garden Wall on this podcast. Uh, The last Over the Garden Wall podcast we'll be doing, we're discussing the last two episodes. Get hype Ooh. yay so spoilers for all of over the garden wall now finally that delaney and i are finished we're discussing into the unknown and the unknown wow really those last two titles today um and <laughs> uh you. and uh the entire series all together uh you can find everything about this podcast at overlyanimated.com but delaney let's get right into it you just watched the last two episodes of over the garden wall what is yeah. your reaction
1: Um, I mean, I'm really glad we got episode 9, you know, background, what was going on. I'm not actually satisfied with the ending. Like.
0: Plot-wise?
1: Yes, plot-wise. Because it was the ending we were like, I don't want this ending, and that's the ending we got. (laughs) And, like, we kind of found out the whole overarching plot was what we didn't want.
0: (laughs) What do you mean? What do you mean, though, for uh, What do you think the overarching plot was?
1: Well, I mean... It was what we didn't want it to be, but I don't think that makes, like, what happened any less, any less, like, meaningful and interesting. And, like, it was still really clever. Yeah. The whole, it was all, it was all for a girl and, like, all of this Okay, happened. interesting. He's dumb. But, I mean, I don't think that really, it doesn't take away, like, what happened. And it doesn't, definitely doesn't diminish his relationship with his brother, which was obviously strengthened by, like, this experience. Yeah. Which, and it turns out that it was all <laughs> some sort of.
0: uh, Some sort of like, what?
1: Not dream, but well, I guess dream. I mean, they were drowning.
0: Uh, okay, so I mean, I don't know. You just watched it. I've had time to think about it from a few hours ago, and I've rewatched both episodes. So I think that this actually is every is not what we didn't um, we that we wanted. Like so, Delaney and I in a previous podcast expressed our worry that this was all just like a growth. Um, journey for word and it was all make-believe in order so in order for him to gain confidence to like go after the girl right yeah which is kind of what happened but i actually think that's not i'm like very satisfied in how the show handled it um because i'm
1: satisfied with that i'm just not satisfied that's what it was
0: well no i'm saying okay so i'm saying that i don't think it is what it was because the end of episode nine um the key moment for me is uh realizing that he was not good to Greg and that uh he's been worrying too much about himself and about Sarah. Yeah. Um and he says I was never any good to him alive either. Uh so you know, I, uh, Yeah, so like to me it's like, okay, I, uh, I I kind of this was about Sarah, but it really was about Wert um, you know, figuring his life his life out and stop being like this mopey teenage boy. Um yeah. and I really actually liked where it went. I mean I know Sarah was involved at the end, but uh Considering uh, this is, um, we got like kind of the it's all for the girls uh, ending type thing, it it really wasn't that, then this is one of the best examples I've ever seen um, of this type of thing being handled. I really like this ending as a conclusion to Wurt's character. i i really kind of relate to him and this is a big deal because i never like male characters in anything
1: ever never (laughs) never Um, ever 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 if there's a cute girl dylan's like i like that character and that's it
0: female characters are written much more sympathetically in um modern media all universally in you know from my perspective um it's like there's Aang, there's Steven from Steven Universe, and then um, there's very few others, male characters, who I think are written with any sort of actual emotion and like human humanity within them. Bolin is an example of someone who also is, well, it's somewhat well handled in that regard. But uh, Worth, I, I really relate to him. Like, Worth to me is like um, kind of the type of teenager that I feel like I am and I feel like a lot of us are. Um, in that it's, it's not all just dumb teenager or like stereotypical high school movie. It's, uh, like a lot of depression and not understanding how the world works and like just not doing things right for yourself or for anyone around you. Um, and that's kind of the place where it's in, in the entire thing. And I feel like we get kind of a satisfying conclusion to that is like, he's like, I need, he gains confidence at the end, but it's not confidence to like, you know get with sarah it's confidence to even though it kind of is a little bit it's more confidence to approach the world in a different light and care more about his brother and um you know just not be so um just generally down on the world like he can fit in it's kind of himself that was um uh it's it's himself that was preventing him from fitting in all along really not the people around him yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, which is very clearly presented. Yeah. For, like the entirety of episode nine.
0: Yeah. So for me, these last two episodes, episode nine is such an unexpected gem for me. Um, like I didn't expect to get this. uh flashback episode kind of explaining the origins of even anything from their design to uh how they got mm-hmm. there and what's causing all this uh character strife for Wart. and episode nine is just um you know pretty incredible it's all it's basically yeah. perfect television i think um yeah i agree yeah like for me episode is the gem and episode 10 um i i i like it as a conclusion um It doesn't do anything, uh, in terms of, like, epic plot-wise of, like, what we are speculating on, uh, kind of it, like, it's one of those endings that makes you look dumb for overthinking it, you know? Uh, but, like, looking back, I am satisfied with this ending. I feel like it is, um, appropriate for the plot that was previously presented, and it was um very a very good ending for a mini series like it wasn't
1: like it wasn't like super quick or anything either like i didn't feel like like i was let down. honestly i was i don't like i don't care about work like i care about work but i don't so like the conclusion i was fine with like everything in everything that was over the garden wall i'm fine with it was just the rest of it that i was like eh. But actually, was, I was satisfied with like the ending to what was happening in the forest.
0: Really interesting. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, it's just very little actually happened. Right. It's like the yeah. beast just got extinguished right away. I mean, we kind of learned the true nature of the beast. Um, it's actually Did I
1: predict that that it was that he was the lantern. Uh, I, Yeah, actually, I, had like four I
0: think that you said that at some point during the last few podcasts. I think so so credit to you <laughs> and i mean really it was just like I, who who really cares you know if the beast yeah. is a lantern but i mean if it and he was and he just gets blown out <laughs> so yep. you know there you go i uh,
1: enjoy work going like ha, huh, like when he acted like he was going to and like he just freaked out yeah pretty good
0: it's in terms god just this is one of my favorite endings in terms of um like a, a coming of age story i feel like i feel like this is one of the best presented it's like explicit enough um that i'm able to take it away i don't really don't like things being too you know subtextual and stuff like that i feel like yeah. you need to present things in somewhat of an explosive light if you want them to be understood but it wasn't also you know like it, it, jarring dialogue mindset. yeah there's no terrible dialogue needed to achieve it or plot events um and I just love how, you know, Wirt's encounter with the beast and everything in episode nine just is presenting Wirt, Wirt gaining um, confidence and, um, you know, just being more of. Just try, you know, what I said before about it's him preventing himself from fitting in and he can, yeah. you know, approach the world in this new light and stuff like that. Um, so I guess, like, in some ways, the ending is not what I thought it would be, but it's like what it was, um, was really good. And better yeah. than I thought what I thought would happen was you know if that makes yeah. sense
1: I think that was part of it was like I was born and I was more like I like work but I wasn't like as invested in him as I was like everything else that was going on in the forest like I'm always invested in the fantasy elements like that's what I'm here for that's why I'm like yay so I mean I liked the whole backstory and finding out like oh it was just Halloween like that was like, really interesting and it was funny and like it was like it, it's very interesting and like I like things like that but I, I don't know, it just, it didn't, like, I appreciate what it did, and, like, what it did for Wurt's character, but, like, I don't relate to Wurt. like, I can relate on, like, you know, the teenager experience, and, like, you're talking about, like, the depression and things, but I can't, like, I don't, like, I, I just didn't click with Wurt, <laughs> and, uh, like, I care more about Wurt and Greg's relationship than I care about Wurt. Yeah, and. I mean how that happened and i think that's part of it like i have a younger brother and that kind of like that was for me that was where my connection was and um and kind of being like you know i you know you can always be a better sibling and you can always care a little more and i don't know like so i did really i think my favorite part was how they kind of left it up to did this really it really wasn't very much a harry potter um this all happened in your head but why would that mean that it wasn't real like i very much enjoyed that we got that kind of ending where we kind of like was it real was it like or was it not and going through and we saw all of the characters i was right i knew we were going to see all of them
0: yeah i think we We said that that would happen yeah
1: yeah we flashed through all of them because you asked me you're like do you think it's gonna happen i was like yes do it call it yeah and we went through every single one of them i think the biggest shock though was that we had already seen beatrice's design.
0: When had She's we seen the her song. design before? She's
1: in the theme song. She's in the first. Oh,
0: really? Interesting. Yes. I see. I don't remember the theme song.
1: And I had saying. thought I was I, when we saw the theme. I was like, "Who is that? Like, are we going to see her at some point? Like, I had I had been waiting to see her crop up, but I didn't. I didn't think that she was Beatrice.
0: Yeah, um, I think. So let me try to maybe. Uh, sum, sum up, present in a different light some of the things you've been saying. So, like, I feel like where you're coming from is that this ending is um, really word perspective-centric. Uh, so, yes. like... Um, I
1: do think it's clever, and I did like it,
0: but... Yeah, so, like, the ending has... Cl- there's clearly a resolution to Word and Greg's sibling relationship, but it's the, the conclusion is that Word needs to care more about his, you know, younger stepbrother. Um, and it's like he shouldn't be so focused on himself and stuff like that. It, there's nothing and from, bl-
1: and he shouldn't blame like he's been blaming Greg. Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't blame him too. Yeah,
0: and there's no, but there's no pers- resolution from of it from Greg's perspective, maybe. Um, yeah. And there's no resolution to the story from Beatrice's perspective. No. Um, well,
1: pretty much, it turns out that oh, none of this was actually real. Depending on how you want to take it, like or everyone tell or everyone goes through these kinds of things and you come up with these kinds of lies like that's like the song is like you know the lies and like you know the mm. lies we tell ourselves and things yeah, like I that yeah i mean
0: i i think this show is clearly um trying to present in the ending i feel like the main element is the oh it's like you know, it's the, is it real or not in your head? Um, it's important to them. It's like, that's the main element. Yeah. But the secondary thing is the show is presenting what happened as real. Um, and that yeah. is, it's, it's a very quick, but um, Greg at the end is ringing uh, the frog. The, the bell is still mm-hmm. inside the frog. Um, yeah. So that's the, that's the inception. The top uh, keeps stop spinning moment, um, which never happens. Uh, that is like a clear indicator from an actual thing that happened in the show that the unknown is real and the events actually happen um yeah. and it's like why else would we go to check in on all the people after you after that you know and if mm-hmm. it wasn't real yeah. um but ultimately it doesn't really matter right um no that,
1: it doesn't
0: yeah that it's just that it was this experience that they went through that that was this growth experience for them yeah um
1: and, and, and even if it like and going for it to be real like yeah they were drowning but the whole idea is that if you're lost that's what the unknown is that's what he's talking like the mm-hmm. beast focusing yeah. on if you're lost in the forest you become the, the yeah the tree inter- the wood tree and yeah. then so they were lost both greg and um Wirt. and like Wort was lost kind of in an internal kind of way and then I don't know about Greg I mean Greg was just kind of there I may be lost in the way all children are lost but um so that, I mean that there's clearly like very thematic like they were lost and like they were in the unknown like that's how it is and you can talk about that's what childhood is like and things like that so I think they're like whether real or not but there are definitely strong indicators of, like either and like it's however you want to take it but definitely the show presented it as you know th- these things all happen
0: yeah, uh, it's 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 a good point. The the big you know shtick with the beast turns out to be that he's taking these lost souls, turning them into the Addlewood trees, which yeah. um, in turn refuels his soul in the lantern. Right, so he just like he preys on the he's basically the presence that preys on lost you know children's yeah. souls in the in the unknown, um, which thematically ties to word a lot. Um, another in
1: depression and things like yeah, that.
0: yeah. Another point you thing, uh point you brought up you said basically you were satisfied with the mytholo- mythology of the ending um in terms of the in-universe stuff but you but maybe i think you didn't say it explicitly but maybe what you mean is that you didn't we ne- didn't necessarily get enough of a focus on the in-universe unknown stuff rather than focusing yeah. on words growth is that what you and mean
1: especially yeah and especially like me and you both were like beatrice is the best like mm-hmm. I, Beatrice is my favorite character like yeah we're and Greg but like Beatrice is my favorite character and like at the in the last two episodes like Beatrice didn't matter like Beatrice yeah brought Wurt to Greg but and she was like yeah I have to go back to my family but there was like no resolution like she kind of has a little bit of I guess a character moment where she's like oh I have to go tell my family that I'm the reason we're bluebirds like what and then of course it's and then we look at and then we get the ending part with Beatrice and don't tell me to eat dirt or whatever like don't call it that and she's like oh are you going to turn her soul into bluebirds again like what is that like what so there really wasn't for me a lot of it was like Beatrice was like what I was really invested in and like we didn't really get anything there
0: mm-hmm.
1: so there's just some things I was unsatisfied with but yeah it was a lot of it was bad
0: yeah know? so yeah so Beatrice in these last two episodes is maybe presented as more of a a, a peg in Wirt's growth journey Rather than like her own, rather than in her a mirror, being a
1: mirror character
0: in a mirror, to Sarah, a mirror to Sarah, yeah, for sure. Because I
1: thought it was very interesting that we don't know what Sarah looks like. Sarah is in the Bubblebe costume, and then she's dressed up in, as a, in, a, in her Halloween costume, but we never see Sarah. Yes, so we don't see like Sarah fully, which is very interesting. Like that for me, that is the most interesting part of this whole, um, like outside, like that. It's I say outside. I guess technically the unknown would be the outside, but you know what I mean. Like this whole part that's separate from the unknown that was the most interesting like aspect of it was for me was that. And that made it a little bit more like, okay. And like didn't bother me as much. Yeah. That, I, that was like a neat.
0: I, I agree with that. It was very interesting that Sarah was, um was not, we never saw her face. It makes sense with the, what the show presents in episode nine, but also just is kind of symbolically something. I didn't connect it necessarily to Beatrice, which is a really good call on your part. Um, we do learn to figure out what Beatrice looks like though. Um, But not Sarah. Interesting. Um, But I really I really like not seeing Sarah just on a level of it's not necessarily about getting like like we're getting the pretty girl at the end. Right. It's like we don't even know what she looks like. She's kind of just a figure almost.
1: And then Jason Um, Fundenberger or whatever is just like the nerdiest person alive. And it's great.
0: that that's also a very essential thing to bring up yeah no it's 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 very <laughs>
1: like because when you have a plot like this you're like oh it's some jock football player dude and then like the pretty girl but now we show up she's the mascot in the band and then jason thunderberger's in his suit like what is he even dressed up as and then like listening to him talk was grating and i loved it i was like this is so great work where you're such an awkward child
0: yeah well it's it's just a perfect presentation of like the just complete lack of, you know, confidence and place in the yeah. world that Word had because he's like, oh, that guy has everything together, and that's what he sees. And what we see is um, this kind of more nerdy figure rather than the Jack figure that we thought he would be. Um, and like and the
1: inversion of like this trope.
0: Yeah, and it's really effective in just showing how not put together Word is, right? Um, if yeah. he fre- if this is what he freaks over at freaks out at it seems like he freaks out at everything and just it's 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 very clear that he's the obstacle not jason front of right
1: and it makes it more relatable too in the way that like this is more like real life like your friends it's not like some big rivalry and like whatever yeah like it's it's smaller group and it's like
0: yeah the outside stuff was very relatable it's more like goth kids then yeah. then you know the popular kids right um can we talk
1: about the cop for a minute like what a jerk like really you dumb cop uh
0: yeah so yeah getting into more specifics of the ninth episode the cop um recurring gag i thought was just incredibly brilliant storytelling uh because we see it in the beginning um or not in the beginning but at some point we have the you, you, odd. you burglars you're under arrest now nah, just getting happy halloween is that what his line is um yeah. yeah and then he does it again and it's just really funny i wonder who who voices him the cop um because it kind of sounds like uh um one of the kind of sounds like alex Her- alex hirsch from gravity falls also kind of yeah. sounds like uh justin Royland from <laughs> Rick and morty um so he could it, I, I would predict it would be uh it would be the creator of this one, Pat McHale, but not yeah. not sure. We have to check on that. Uh, but yeah, so they, it has that, and then it's just really funny, and then it comes back uh, and is also funny in a way that it like drives the plot along. Um, that's just, I don't know, to me is really great storytelling. You have the gag, and it's great, and the funniest part of the episode, and then you bring it back, and you advance the plot with it, and it works because you had the gag in the beginning.
1: It literally causes everything, and it's great. <laughs> this dumb cop.
0: Yeah um yeah getting i guess getting back to your general criticisms like, and we'll go over specifics in a minute um is like i i feel you like we don't really get too much focus on greg and we don't get too much focus on beatrice beatrice especially i feel like they may be mishandled beatrice a little bit i think she comes across as more of a main character than a side character in the in the you know the rest of the series other than these two episodes yeah. but then she's definitely only a side character at the end um yeah. but uh i i i'm basically all in on on these two episodes i think that it was just it wasn't what i was, like it wasn't what i was expecting right beatrice was a yeah. side character i wasn't expecting that um this focus on work but just what we got i connected to a lot and i just really loved it but i can see where you're coming from too
1: i mean i do love i would probably say episode nine is the best episode like i love episode nine i just i just didn't get what i wanted <laughs> which is fine yeah but because um, I'm just I always want the fantasy and I was thoroughly shocked that we got what we got. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I like it. Like, I, I definitely wouldn't say, oh, this ruined over the garden mall for me or anything. Like, I love I love it. And like this is it was a good conclusion. It was a surprising conclusion. Like, I mean, I'm always glad if you shock me, that's great. Like, uh, that's I mean, that's why I'm here. Like, I want to watch things and be surprised. I don't want to figure out everything out or like get bored. It just wasn't what I was expecting. It wasn't really what I wanted, but like this is—I mean, I still really liked it. I don't want—I don't want—I don't want it to sound like I hated it or anything. Like I really did like it, and these two episodes were brilliant.
0: Yeah, I think it might get maybe be better on rewatch for you. Not sure though. Um, well,
1: I, I maybe uh, episode ten would probably be better on rewatch. Like the, la- the la- it was just the last bit where I was kind of like, oh, they were just drowning. Okay, and then like yeah, it might take me a bit.
0: I mean, I don't like. I, I I don't think the show is presenting it as oh they were just drowning. I think no, um, they weren't. The show is it's just, it's, that's, that's I think that's just uh, them resurfacing from the unknown. Yeah, that's just that end, was yeah. the connection, I guess, to the unknown yeah. as the lake. Yeah, um, but there's at the, the same, but, is... but but at the same time, there's the interpretation that it was just while well, they were like blacked out, you know, um, yeah. in the lake too. Do you know
1: what the name of the cemetery is? Like you remember?
0: Uh, yeah, I think I wrote it down. It's um, Eternal Garden. Garden. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was significant, but I couldn't figure out how significant it was. Another connection is that there's a Quincy Endicott tombstone in the cemetery too. Ooh,
1: I didn't see that. Yeah. Well, then also, I mean, over the garden wall, like.
0: Oh yeah, so then, that's that's the it's the, it's it's a symbolic garden. Okay, there you go. Thank you. I didn't actually think of that. <laughs> so well,
1: it's the, because they literally they literally go over the garden wall. Yeah,
0: but the garden is a cemetery. Okay, so they yeah. do go over the garden, and then yeah that's interesting i guess they had to i guess did they come up with the title first and then explain it at the end i assume so because it's not like them it's not like that being the entrance to the unknown is that significant it's more of just like a, a side thing well,
1: It makes sense that a cemetery would be
0: it's just it's just evolved like the halloween connections and stuff it works thematically
1: oh, yeah. and of course i will i will say i was shocked that like this was all just halloween i was like no way you yeah let's you. talk
0: about that um and start getting into <laughs> specifics because i i just i episode nine is so incredible in that it um like fully presents this arc for word and greg and just it tells us what happened i didn't expect i didn't expect to know why i just did did we did mention that
1: context, I, incredible i feel
0: like you called these being halloween costumes at some point did you say that
1: Uh, I said, I mean, it looks, I mean, I I might have said something like, I had no idea why he was wearing a teapot. Yeah,
0: you said that, but I also think you might have said uh, Halloween costumes. I don't know. I just, I never thought of that. Like, we're going to get, because it's not that, like, it's, like, inconceivable that these are Halloween costumes. I mean, obviously, they're terrible costumes, but yeah. uh, it's it's just, I, like, how how is the show going to present us knowing that, that these are Halloween costumes, right? And it's, like, I just never yeah. thought that we'd get this flashback episode. I'm just so satisfied with the storytelling in this, in these last two, really.
1: You know, it's, like, I mean, episode nine is just incredible, and, like, it re- for me, it might be one of the best episodes, like, I've ever seen of anything.
0: It's, like. It's,
1: it just completely yeah. like blew me away.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's nine, nine, and seven, and then ten. Yeah, uh, okay. ten's also. I mean, it's nine and ten are very linked, obviously. Um, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I don't know how good it's. It's hard to evaluate that in a vacuum, and if the episodes like episode nine because it's just yeah. so tied. The brilliance of episode nine is not obvious on its own. Um, yeah. It needs. You hadn't to...
1: watched over the garden wall, like you'd be like, well, "Oh, okay. yeah."
0: Regar- even even with that, though, like it even not that. Even if it's just like three years later, I go back and watch one episode of the show. If I just watch nine, I'm not going to get the full effect, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, it's uh, uh, one other general point I want to make is that this series is maybe it's like simultaneously the perfect use of the miniseries mm-hmm. format. And it also would be a much lesser show if it was not a miniseries. Yes. Um, like this type of uh, mytholo- mythological conclusion to a steven Universe would be incredibly unsatisfying. However, okay. since there was only ten episodes of this miniseries, then I think it works.
1: And also, just the premise, like this whole idea of the unknown, and like, and of course, how they wrap it up, like, like you were saying, like the conclusion, like this. Something like the unknown would really only works well in something like this. Like you can't you can't go forever with something like the unknown because eventually it has to be known. Like you have to figure it out. But here it's still like miniseries are perfect for the whole, like. Is it like was it real? Was it not? What really would go? What really went on? We don't know. Oh, and then like you end it like that's perfect. Like, that's how it should be.
0: Yeah, I, like, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. If you're gonna have this Leave type of doubt, if you're gonna have this type of in non concrete ending, um, so it's like if Lost was a miniseries, then maybe it wouldn't. I mean, I've never seen the show, but maybe people would have been satisfied with that ending, you know. I feel yes. like I feel well, like that's
1: well. I mean, they, they had like stopped two seasons
0: before long. okay like, well I, I never watched the show but yeah th- that type of thing though right it's just yeah. like we don't get satisfying um like it's not that we don't get actually i feel like uh i feel like thematically and like logically we kind of tie not a lot not like real world logic but like thematic logic we kind of tie everything together kind of nicely this
1: sh- that's what that's what that is the strength of this show and it, that's really yeah. what i love about it is like thematically the show is perfect
0: yeah I'm very satisfied like the with. Themes,
1: they're all tied in neat little bows, and I love yeah. it. Like I'm like, yes, this is what I'm here for.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's.
1: Cause a lot it, of shows don't. Like, you get themes here. Even Korra, like, there were things in Korra that were, like, we talk about Korra all the time. I really shouldn't do this. But, like, just as an example of a brilliant, you know, animated series, and, like, even they did I mean, thematically, it did work very well, but it, it wasn't always. But this, what they do here in every episode is, like, we just have, like, the themes just all run together, and it's great
0: this This is the anti Korra book two finale I know. It's,
1: it's, this is the everything this is everything that it should have been and wasn't
0: because like it's this is also kind of abstract like this one, except the abstractness yeah. makes okay. sense within the themes of the show and it is satisfying um satisfyingly abstract in that regard. the exact opposite of that finale yeah, um it, I don't know, I'm just very 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 pro pro on this ending overall. Let's get into kind of specifics, I guess um just in general there that we we started getting to this then there these being their Halloween costumes so Greg is a elephant because the trunk of the teapot so is on Love his it. Head. That
1: is brilliant. I
0: would never have thought of this <laughs> yeah oh, no
1: one would have and that's, the, that's why it's so perfect when he said he was an elephant I was like oh and then I was like perfect
0: yes. <laughs> yeah I I can't believe that I mean they, just that's how we start off the episode right and uh, it's so that's such a satisfying revelation given the past eight Man. episodes
1: and like wurt and like it's a Santa hat. And so he a cut Santa off hat, and he
0: cloth. cut off the things, and then he put on a marching band um cloak. When it just further further builds his character by the fact that he got this, like his dad got him that, but he didn't end up doing it, you know. uh Like I does. guess that's the implication of stepdad, yeah. So it's yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's like, really
1: funny because like there, there's always that trope the stepdad like wants you to do sports, and we're like, no, just do marching band.
0: <laughs> yeah, the stepdad wants you to do marching band. Yeah.
1: Hey nothing against marching band i'm an orchestra kid i'm just like that's just really funny to me
0: just the feeling that i got from like this these types of things in episode nine especially the costumes and a a few other things as well was just it's something rarely experienced the um kind of thematic emotional catharsis from a show like this um i guess that's why i'm one of the big reasons i'm so pro this ending um like
1: yeah. I'll say, everything comes together neatly. It just didn't come together the way I wanted it to, and that's fine.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I've
1: together perfectly. It's just does that mean that you don't you understand? Like, there's a i I can appreciate that it was brilliant. As in, I mean, I still loved it, but it just wasn't like there's a little bit of a barrier between me and it.
0: I have for sure felt what you're feeling before. um I didn't. I'm surprised I didn't feel it now. I kind of bought into this ending more than I thought. Um, But I've felt that before, and I think once your expectations kind of lessen and you look back at it again, I think it's better. But at the same time, it doesn't diminish uh, lack of connection to it. Like, there's still going to be a certain element of that there. But the uh, way we've
1: been watching it, like, I don't know, I mean, I don't know how we're going to release this, but we've been, we've, we've watched all of this in essentially a week, actually less than that, really. Yeah,
0: it's been like half a week, yeah.
1: Yeah, and so, like, there's been a lot of anticipation and, like, I've been out all day and I've been trying just to get in back into my room so I could watch it and finish it because I was like I want to know what happens I want to know how it ends because it was really hard like restraining you know because you know we have to watch we can't we can't get ahead of ourselves and the, like and it's just like I just want to watch I want to know what happens I want to know what happens so like once I've like chilled and then I'll re-watch I definitely will be more satisfied it's just like the whole expectation thing like you were saying like just being very amped up about it and excited and
0: Mm, yeah
1: it's it, just like when, it's just like when you watch a finale like anytime when it's airing on tv and like you've just been waiting and waiting and waiting and then like sometimes it's not very satisfying because like you've had it so built up in your head
0: i think cartoon network may have aired this kind of in a perfect way because like two episodes they did two episodes a day for a week um and i don't know i feel like this is the perfect show to like watch in a week but you have to like oh, structure you have to like it's like okay it's not like it's like at the same time and you know when you're gonna watch and stuff like that so you do avoid this expectation thing uh okay let's episode nine more specifics um sarah in the bumblebee oh he makes this tape for sarah by the way um (laughs) i have heard that they are releasing the tape cartoon network is making an actual um tape with uh with um
1: his god-awful poetry with
0: elijah wood doing poetry for 20 minutes and then (laughs) And then them Same like thing. recording uh, clarinet. Yeah. That's, that's an, I think they're brute chorus, but the, the DVD of this uh, series is coming out like next month and they're releasing that, I think, too. With that, uh, that's really cool. Um, I will say,
1: I will purchase the DVD for this show, which that is, that is a marker of like, I don't <laughs> want to spend money. I'm a group college student. No, I want to own this so I could force everyone around me to watch it.
0: I will not purchase the DVD for the show because DVDs. Wait, are, is it going to be on Blu-ray? I is assume so, but actually, I don't know because Cora it's was like the sure. Cora was like the only show that was ever on Blu-ray for Nick, so yeah, I'm not true. sure if this is for Cartoon Network.
1: Anyway, I'm going to own it.
0: I will not own it because it. DVDs are irrelevant, but that's the only reason. Uh, well, I have
1: a cult for swatch
0: things. I it, like is a, it is. It is a know. very. Con- it's much more convenient unless you, unless the show is on Netflix. It's going to be easier to uh, yeah. to DVD it than anything. Um, uh what do you think of this character sarah i mean Mm -hmm. what sarah moms do we get throughout this we get she's the mascot she's wearing this kind of what do you what would you describe her costume as her like a clown skeleton yeah or like a ghoul or something like that
1: yeah
0: um she's at the party and she sees she's very
1: she's a very chill like you know, we were all probably expecting like, you know, cheerleader, or whatever. But no, she's just like chill. Like, she clearly likes work. Like, it's so obvious. word you idiot.
0: Because <laughs> work comes up to her at the party that they go to, and he's like, she, um, and she's like, oh, work. I was hoping you'd come. I just said you. Uh, I hoped you'd come, right? Yeah.
1: And she's clearly skeeved out by like Jason. So.
0: I don't. I don't think she's like clearly skeeved out i just don't think she's like i think she's like obviously not romantically interested in him and yeah i don't think she's like clearly romantically interested in work but i think she clearly cares about work yeah yeah
1: um like work doesn't need to be as nervous as he is of course that's the whole point like I I, like I I
0: kind of was expecting this type of girl um i mean it's a subversion of the typical trope but like considering yeah. work like you expect more of like the the weird cool girl you know that's um,
1: true i mean he did like um lorna
0: yeah I mean, Lorna's like the shy, you know, type. I don't think Sarah's like the, the shy archetype girl.
1: Well, she's kind of, she's just kind of like, she's just normal. That's like, that's what's part of what's, what's interesting about it. She's just like, she's just normal. Like, she's not, there's nothing like.
0: She's the girl, I mean, you haven't seen this, but she's the girl from *Mira on the Dying Girl. She's like the, 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 you know, the weird, cool, um, yeah, funny, you know, yeah, not like the popular archetype, but just this it's 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 an arc date that's like um pretty appealing i guess so it's annoying it's annoying in that regard but uh (laughs) it's it's it is real though i think i think sarah seems pretty real
1: it's like what's your face from danny phantom
0: sam from danny phantom she's she's like sam now she's like sam from danny phantom i agree um
1: Somewhere, Sam, our Sam is screaming because I couldn't remember her name.
0: Our Sam, yeah. And Sam uh, she Sam. wants where to go to the graveyard with them, and she's like, we should go to the graveyard. Um, what do you think and of. Not s-
1: do a legal thing.
0: Yeah, we get this whole thing, <laughs> really age appra- appropriate drinks, and where like, it's like juice? <laughs> that was great, yeah. yeah I, really like <laughs> uh, but- it's, I don't know. Overall, Sarah, do you like her? She seems like incredibly developed considering she was in one and one fifth episode, you know?
1: i mean i like her just
0: fine yeah i, I think I'm not, she's... Gonna,
1: I'm not gonna hold the trope against her
0: <laughs> i it, it's and it's interesting because her trope is like a subversion of a trope but that yeah. in itself is a trope now so i don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah no um like like, that's what... the show is certainly not above tropes i will say that uh yeah, but, but it really not. uses tropes in kind of an appealing way yes. i feel like a lot of critics i was starting to look at past reviews of it feel like it's underwritten um i think that's kind of one of the appeals of this show that's uh, not a point. yeah I, it's like cora books a
1: lot of what, sorry go ahead like
0: cora like books one or two at points were like badly underwritten um yes. it's like we get expository dialogue in kind of a grating way the show never does that <laughs> it just tenzin yeah exactly it just the show doesn't do things like that it just it's underwritten but it's it's subtle in presenting its uh developments even if those developments are not a lot uh so
1: it's it's the visual that's the whole point it's like it's 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 a very
0: visual show yeah
1: which sounds dumb but like that's what it is it's
0: like all animations visual obviously but no this one it's more essential to the storytelling yeah yeah which Uh, that's
1: that reminds like i wanted to say that i think episode 10 is one of the most visually stunning at like like the experience of watching episode 10 like blew me away like the light and, like, the lantern.
0: Them, light. yeah, them playing with the la- the light from the lantern is pretty, yeah. yeah, pretty incredible.
1: And, like, when they, like, when when it's just dark and then you have Beatrice and wart and there's a light up ahead. Like, that just, that scene, I was just like, oh, my God. And it reminds me, there's this video game that I cannot, I cannot remember what it's called. It's not like, it's like Cave Boy or something. Like, I don't know, it's a horror game. And you just kind of. Cave you know, Boy. I don't, I, I'm too sure <laughs> just made that up. But, like there's something like that and like i really love those kinds of things like those little kind of indie like dark games that are like and that's what that that's what this is and i love it like i would love that visual design and like playing with light like that it
0: was great uh this reminds me of a game too hmm it was this wii game it was this wii horror game uh, i'm trying to remember what it's called but uh yeah no that's the that 10th, 10th episode does great things with light uh more things from episode nine we talked about jason vanderberger um, The perfect name for a frog, as it turns out. So good. That was really good. I'm what, glad
1: we had the conclusion with the frog tape.
0: You are the frog name master. What is <laughs> what is your opinion on this conclusion?
1: I mean, that was one quality, because Jason Fundenberger is the perfect name for a frog. Like, it is. <laughs> and then also, like, the fact that, like, Wirt's, like, sworn enemy, and they just named the frog that
0: yeah it's it's pretty I, 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 jason and they
1: say his name so many times it's hilarious it's
0: great yeah we talked about jason funderberger a lot in terms of like a subversion and like how it plays in the words confidence and stuff and that's the main thing i guess we want to talk about with jason funderberger but um eh, uh, but also with him was something that i'm forgetting but <laughs> uh i don't know it's he's hmm he kind of reminded
1: say? me of a Hang hey arnold character but i don't know which one he just I, I just thought he should have been in hey arnold yeah i don't know what it was about him
0: anyway i'll come back if i remember that but uh he we had him we had that uh we had what do you think of just like okay so i guess another thing that we haven't talked about yet in terms of what episode nine presents is it like brings this into reality right um we talked about how where are these presumably they're just coming from the real world but we kind of speculated on that a lot and episode nine kind of clearly presents us as um coming from some type of modern age time um and it's just very jarring after being in the unknown for so long
1: and what's interesting is we really don't like get we still don't it's not really settled like we know they're in a modern time but like there's
0: something to me that indicated that it was um maybe the current what was that hmm I'm not sure, but, uh, yeah. I mean, we
1: had, like, we had the very stereotypical, like, square cartoon cops tape. Like, who has a tape?
0: Oh, yeah, that was it, actually. Yeah, that was, good Good call, good call. Um, it indicates that we're sometime within the past ten years or so, because, uh, the, the big thing with, uh, with Sarah is that she's, I don't, I don't, I can't play this, right? <laughs> it's like, we're, yeah, obvi- we're you, you nerd, obviously you're the only one that has a cassette player. <laughs>
1: you're the only one, it's yeah. just you.
0: But yeah, that I thought was very good, because that's like...
1: He records music and poetry on his tape, oh like my really. God,
0: what a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> in a great way. But, uh...
1: Like, the worst, like, mixtape idea ever, and I love it.
0: It was, it was really, um, that, that reveal was really great, because it's like, that totally makes sense for Wirt being so, uh, caught up in himself, and it makes sense for, um, for, like... like
1: he's, he's the annoying him- Who's it's like,
0: ju- it's, yeah, it's the annoying hipster. It's also like this great conclusion to this him worrying about right. her playing this ape. Um, a lot of we get a Greg in this episode a lot of times is like reveals Wirt's position, right? That happens twice, <laughs> I guess. Um, and it's really uh, adorable and stuff. And it's just like, it's like the Wikipedia summary, I feel like, kind of, um, perfectly encapsulated. It's like he, um, uh, unwittingly or something at the graveyard he's like unwittingly reveals that word is there um but it's not it's He funny. like po- he's
1: wearing the giant-
0: well he's wearing the giant hat but he like he like points to him right but at the same time yeah. he's not like capable of of <laughs> conceptualizing that he shouldn't say that uh when they ask yeah. him straight up yeah i think that's very obviously presented and it's 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 really good and greg's characterization throughout this whole thing
1: and just that greg just wants a frog which is just precious
0: yeah that's his whole motivations so yeah
1: and then he stole the rock. Oh my god! That oh, I almost wanted to cry. I was like, no, it's okay, it's okay. Hey, yeah, He's not th- mad at you.
0: He stole the rock from old lady. Uh, what's what's her face? Yeah,
1: I don't. Yeah, I
0: forgot. It's it like, was,
1: it, was it great.
0: starts with a D. That's all. Yeah. Uh Miss Old Lady Daniels. Yeah, and um, uh, Greg in this episode, great. Uh, what happened? We talked about it. we. Uh, Sarah's of other kids in the school. Uh, interesting, I guess. I don't know. I assume they're from a school. You know, they're not actually at a school. It's
1: well, so like they kind of run into like the pop, but you would think it's the popular kids, but no, they're clearly just like, works, uh, the other kids weren't and they're just like, yeah, we'll just you put the mixtape in the, her jacket. Joke, yeah. it, it wasn't even malicious. Like, they were just like, you better do it before. I mean,
0: the main one was kind of being teasing, but it yeah, wasn't like yeah, malicious. Yeah, of,
1: but, but it, yeah, it wasn't like they weren't like make they were making they were making fun of him in the way that like I would make fun of one of my friends I'd be like oh you like oh yeah you like you like her yeah, yeah. okay like that's that's what you would do like and it's it seems like, that, yeah
0: and that's the further thing with with Word it's just it this episode does such a good job of presenting that it's he is his own problem because like here are like kind of somewhat seemingly popular girls and they're they're like perfectly nice to Word right <laughs> like it's it's not like he's they're not the problem here. It's not the people around him. It's him. They
1: know? didn't even. De- they didn't even destroy the tape. They were trying to help him out. They are like, trying, Yeah. Put yeah. Jacket. It's
0: like they're teasing him, but they're like, "Oh, hey, we're," you know, like it was, it was yeah. very friendly. Um, everyone knows you're an egg, Rondi, Right. That was the best line. That
1: was, that was, Why that was, is she
0: dressed up as an egg? That's the one unrealistic.
1: But <laughs> I really like that was such a mean girl. Everyone knows you're an egg. <laughs> I enjoyed that.
0: Um, uh, when the. Sarah and her friends are walking into Sarah's talking with the one, the taller girl who, I guess, is holding hands with uh, Funderburger at the end um, indicating that he's moved on, right? It's kind of subtle, but uh, you're li- Sarah says you're limiting the universe to only things humans could understand, and then the girl says no, you're limiting the universe by limiting the possibility of human understanding, and Sarah's like oh yeah, maybe <laughs> so good. What a what a perfect conversation for this type of <laughs> kid group right? Yeah what do you think they're talking about?
1: I, that's the great part. Like, there's no context. I, see it, what it, I what does it doesn't matter?
0: What I immediately think of is um, the possibility of alien life, right? Because this yeah. that this is my what Sarah says is always my line. It's well, like see,
1: if you if, like if you had told me a word or like a phrase, I would just been like Doctor Who, like aliens, like that's what I meant.
0: Well, no, it's because like yeah, it's I feel like they're talking about aliens because like whenever someone says oh there's no planets with water, it's like why are we yeah. looking for water? You're limiting you know the universe the only things humans can understand right yeah. so like life existing without water so i feel you sarah in that moment in that conversation <laughs> you're me there or but, even the unknown were they discussing the unknown here that's a good the, could question have been. um mm-hmm. uh yeah maybe they were discussing the unknown i didn't really think of it like that but that's possible yeah well
1: because i'm curious like what is like what do they think of like because obviously the cop was just like, don't go over there, you're gonna fall and die, you derp, like, don't go over there, like, stop, you're gonna get hurt, it's a really high wall. Like, one, they jumped from, like, really high up, and they didn't break anything. It, see- it seems like
0: the hill was, like, lower on the other side, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But So I'm just thinking, like, is there, like, an, like is there a thing of, like, don't go, in, like, not going over there, is there any, like, context? No. That no, part? Con-
0: there's no context.
1: Also, I thought they were gonna hit by a train, I was gonna cry. Like, I was like, oh my god. Like, I was really freaked out
0: yeah like it was it was very it was very well presented kind of striking
1: so i was like oh my god I, was i right were they really just dead the whole time or like dying but no but i'm like good they weren't they didn't get hit by a train <laughs>
0: yeah uh well i that,
1: thought Greg had just got hit and i was like i can't handle this but it was fine yeah mm-hmm. they are fine
0: they just drowned so that's okay. They just um, drowned. That's it. The other things that I wanted to point out were that I already said it about. Where it says that Greg is ruining his life and his stepdad. Um, very yeah, it's, it's about. It
1: seems like Greg's stepdad are perfectly fine people. Yeah,
0: which the episode again presents pretty well, um, and it's just really Greg kind of just being in his own or Wart being in his own head um when
1: it's a typical situation like with like a stepdad or something like that
0: yeah it's kind of a subversion of the evil stepdad type thing yeah yeah
1: it's like yeah. stepdad's kind of okay and <laughs> yeah. he's not like annoying about it he's He just he like
0: bought him the marching band thing because yeah yeah i don't know uh and at the end of this episode we get the beatrice scene with Wurt or beatrice's family Wurt and um jason funderbroker the frog and uh <laughs> eat some dirt uh of note is that work calls the frog guy <laughs> he does yeah, not yeah. he does not participate in his silly names, yeah.
1: silly
0: names and uh at the end he says i was never any good to him alive either talking about greg uh, there's a line before that that makes it makes
1: oh sense it hurt context, it hurt but my chest
0: yeah so just oh, gosh everything the, yeah i I think this episode is basically perfect um, also i was
1: really it's really funny that i was like why are there so many birds like geez and then at the end it's like the weasley's <laughs>
0: why are there so many birds no yeah there's so many there's,
1: yeah. <laughs> I was waiting. I was
0: there's a awesome lot time. yeah you're right it is like the weasleys um you're right you're right for context we're very good friends but <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. episode 10 uh yeah anything else from episode 9 specifics yeah we i mean we talked about it for like 50 minutes so that's okay uh episode 9 um it starts off with with um greg being told by the beast he needs to get a co- a co- a, co- a honeycomb comb a spool he needs a,
1: co- a golden comb a golden a comb so
0: and uh, he needs to put sun into the cup what, what is going on here right we know what the episode is like so what happens is that greg like waits for the sun to get into the cup and then he like fuses into me, the tree i thought
1: it was just like he was just doing riddles and he would think it would take him longer to solve the things but greg's really clever yeah surprisingly and like he's clever in a very little kid way and it's which is what's adorable about him and then so what i took it as especially at the end was that he was like yes wait for the cup it was it was just about exhausting him so he turned into the tree
0: yeah uh so in, initially if you're one you're watching it for the first time it like it works well as kind of a thematic introduction to like these um, mythological elements that we're going to be exploring in yeah. this episode. But ultimately, these, these things are irrelevant, that Greg is getting the Beast. So it seems like the conclusion is that the Beast just wants Greg to sit at the tree stump so that he, he can get turned into that the tree.
1: And it's very much with, like, the Beast's kind of shtick, where he's like, oh, your soul its trapped in whoever you like, their soul's trapped in there. He just and, makes up um, a lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah, like, it's very, like... Which is also funny because we take like the really scary mythological creature and he just like makes <laughs> stuff up. Well, that's what's excited. great about
0: the beast. He's very like psychologically yeah. evil. He it doesn't seem like he has any strength. Um, and in fact, it's a
1: scarecrow when- character.
0: Yeah, and in fact, when we do see his uh, his form, if you click those links, <laughs> Delaney, uh, it's uh, he's he's basically a um, I would describe it as like a human without the skin on it, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, we put it. Like, it's, he very what, uh, so. Let's talk about this. He they briefly flash over him, and I had to pause. It like to see the specifics. His body is made up of faces, presumably the souls that he is um, yeah. consumed through that old trees. Yeah, uh, and I was very much on. I want to see what the beast looks like and stuff like that. And we only very briefly get it. Uh, and I think it works really well in the episode because the beast ends up being like not that important. Uh, yeah. Thematic, like in terms of Greg's or Wart's development, and. Um, thematically for the show so i really liked how they presented this uh definitely
1: like it it doesn't matter what he looks like because he's irrelevant
0: he's not yeah he's just he's irrelevant he's irrelevant as long as like where it finds himself yeah yeah um
1: but it was still interesting, you know, like, and he still had the creepy, like, it, 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 he didn't have a Lorax mustache, unfortunately.
0: No, no Lorax mustache. The Jeez. one
1: thing I was wrong about in this entire show was that he didn't have a Lorax mustache. I
0: mean, the big thing that, we, well, no, you, okay, time to I call know. you out on last, yeah, okay. last.
1: I, I, I was hoping you'd forget, but then I just had to go and ruin it
0: all. Last, last, last podcast, you said um, that Beatrice and uh, the woodsman's daughter would be the same person, and that is wrong. So, there you go. I mean, I
1: still still predicted kind of that the Lantern was the Beast.
0: I think, yeah, I think you probably said that. Um, We were both wrong about Beatrice turning human in a crucial moment. That did not happen. Um, She
1: didn't sacrifice herself either.
0: Yeah, she did turn human, though. Uh, But, yeah, there's one of the interesting uh, plot threads is that we we don't get a connection between the Woodsman and really anything.
1: Yeah, no, the Woodsman just, he just, I think it's kind of neat, neat, though, because, like, it's um he's he's the really lost one like he's the one yeah. who's been there for the loss yeah and and then you know and we and we do get a conclusion from him at the end though which i think is nice it's kind of like he kind of had his own little like story
0: yeah like, i mean the only thing is that like he's very important in that moment where greg or where word is about to take the beast deal because he's word's future in that moment so yeah. uh that's kind of the connection i guess but it's that's very yeah it's very brief um, well,
1: it's kind of, and it's, and I think that is important because, like, we, I mean, we don't know how long the woodsman had been lost, but, like, clearly his daughter was, like, had missed him and was, like, and he had just been wanting, he was just looking for his daughter. Yeah. And there's no time, there's no, we don't know how much time has passed or, like, how much time he's lost with his daughter. And then to kind of be, like, work, like, the, you know, he would have lost, you know, growing up and, like, yeah. like being in high school and things.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I agree so i think the
1: weakness maybe is just that we for work we know it's his insecurity and his confidence but i guess in this case the woodsman's flaw is his love for his daughter but we just don't really know what like started that, that which I that's think a good point a little
0: we don't we don't see the woodsman as a weak character right so why is he lost and why is he? he's just he got lost in the beast i guess it's like maybe anyone yes. can get lost into this conceptual <laughs> beast you know yeah um Greg's now in that old tree, and they find him. um And he says that he uh, he's just he just was eating eating leaves when he coughs up. <laughs> that was great. Yeah,
1: um, that was like for, I mean, there's that one moment you're like, this got dark quick. But yeah. yeah,
0: he stole the rock from Mrs. Daniels' garden. The rock facts. We had the rock fact thing in Bast episode two. I like that okay. we got the origin of the rock facts and we have uh, yeah
1: know me too i was like yes they're here
0: yeah and that's when we get the jason thunderbird perfect rock name um the beast confronts Wart, and one of my favorite things is that Wart's um kind of like has this epic defiance to the beast so sassy.
1: um
0: and his his like voice cracks as he's doing this
1: yeah it's so and great
0: i love it that's just oh so good so good <laughs> Because he's like gaining his confidence here, um, and at the same time, yeah. he's still like he's still like a young teenager, right? Um, yep. And
1: they and he doesn't let, that doesn't like trip him up like it's not that moment. Yeah, where,
0: it's like, not. It's... That's not enough. To he's he's gotten past that through this journey. Yeah. Um, and he figures that the beast has an obsession with keeping the lantern lit, and that his soul's in the lantern.
1: And I just love how this shows. Like, why don't we just do this really obvious thing? Like, honestly, God, like. <laughs> Like they present it like like with um, well, it's like Greg being like, yeah, Lorna's the evil like eating people, and then like the Bell, <laughs> and like they just take these things and they just make it like so obvious, and I love it.
0: I definitely didn't see this coming, but it's not because it was.
1: <laughs> it's just how they it's just how they present it. Like when like in that moment where everything is revealed, they make it like sound like it was so obvious because the characters are so sassy, and I love it.
0: Yeah it's It's like you could have totally predicted this, but like why would you think that it would be something so simple, right? Yeah. um because it's it's like we before this podcast, we'd only see the first eight, and watching the first eight, I don't think it's obvious that the show is going to wrap up in Wart's arc um and no. you need to, and unless you know that it's gonna wrap up with everything being about War, then you're not gonna expect a simplistic ending from the beast. You're gonna think a bigger role from the mythology of the show. Because um, that's what the, it's always been hinting at, and um, that's kind of the brilliance of the ending is that uh, that none of that's really important. It's about how it relates to it, the main character, or
1: even like the whole the journey home, like
0: yeah, that journey home, home is more important too, right? Yeah,
1: but but then they were always home, like they like they went to the unknown, but it's like were they really? Yeah, like I mean, they were lost, but did they actually get home? I mean, like, they, yeah, that ends
0: up really not mattering because they just yeah, we don't see them. Uh, yeah. Even though the show presents the unknown as having happened, we don't see them leave it right. That's not important yeah. according to the
1: show. Yeah, no, show. it's not. But that's what. I, but I thought it was interesting because like, there's so much emphasis on them going home, which I guess is. I guess that's kind of the whole idea though, of stringing us along and being like, yeah, they're lost.
0: Yeah, I, I think they're of really lost. I do think the show kind of strings the audience along. Um, which and is good, it's good they do that. It's in a way, but it's 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 risky. But um, in this yeah. case, it, it pays off a, a lot. I think. Yeah, it's
1: not in it's not in like a annoying or like yeah stupid way like they do it very effectively and like in, and especially like we said in this miniseries format like this this is the epitome of what a miniseries should be like this is what it's supposed, I, yeah. like this is what it's supposed to be like
0: yeah it's like they go through this one it's like this one show for eight episodes and then it's something else for the last two but it's something else in a way that there's elements from the first date that work really well um, but it's also like it's also like it's not like the they tricked you in the the show that it was is not what it was because the first of the events of the first eight episodes are still wrapped around that initial concept right um
1: and we even have the hint with greg something like yeah talking about the time we and like we you kind of like was he talking about the unknown was he talking about like him being a hero like what was what what was greg talking about
0: oh yeah true 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 um we get and the
1: frog had a hat which i don't know where he got the top hat the frog
0: was the one singing at the end
1: yeah but did he did he have a top hat when he was singing i think he did
0: i probably yeah he's and on then the when piano. he's
1: holding the frog he has a top hat
0: yeah uh we get the resolution with beatrice which is um between beatrice and word which is them hugging and Wurt, Bert, Wurt's the one that had the scissors not beatrice we thought beatrice <laughs> would have the scissors
1: yeah but no we're wow we're you jerk he makes it <laughs> he had, it, them, the he had
0: them the whole time he was, he was just mad at her right yeah Aww. but
1: that's really funny and like typical like that's that's also been their relationship the entire time yeah
0: that's true um and it's also it's it's it also makes sense that we're they, the show makes it make sense because he's like how how did we escape you know because that's true that was unresolved yeah. so there you yeah. go uh and of course
1: they cut the yarn duh
0: how about how about this i'm very happy that we did not have a beatrice wort romantic ending i I I, was
1: about to say the same thing yeah i
0: like that this is what it was you know i would have liked them to have hugged as humans but you know i don't know at the same at the same time this is good too yeah more beatrice is the main thing but in terms of beatrice and wort you know i feel like this is a good definitely good ending uh and then where like woodsman you handle the beast and they just leave (laughs) and then the woodsman blows it out yeah and the woodsman blows it out and then they resurface at the lake there you go uh, how about, how about the idea that the woodsman actually is, um, future Wort? Uh, like, because I'm just thinking about this now because the woodsman, you know, gets rid of the beast and then Wirt and Greg appear home. So maybe, so it's like the woodsman vanquishing the beast is the same thing as Wirt vanquishing the beast. So maybe that, uh, the woodsman is like alternate universe Wort type thing
1: yeah i mean that would make sense and especially since he's the woodsman like he's the master of the woods so that would make like that would just make sense like thematically
0: it would just like make sense like thematically yeah
1: well i mean do you know what i mean
0: (laughs) but true true true
1: god like (laughs) i hate it when you do this
0: uh i don't know i don't think the show's presenting that to us but maybe that's an interview i think that's an. like
1: the whole idea of like he's the woodsman and it's like And, you know, the forest, I mean, it's the unknown, and it's literally a forest. Like, it's been presented the entire time, it's the forest. And, you know, the woodsman, he's the master of the woods, like, no one knows the woods better than the woodsman, and, like, that makes sense, that he would defeat the beast, like, he is, like, he's tamed the forest, he's, yeah. like,
0: so. Yeah. And it's, like, now that, now that he, the beast is gone, and he has finished his thing that maybe the forest doesn't even exist anymore or something like that although yeah. we do see them live at the end but in terms of word it doesn't because the, the woodsman's connected to it. yeah mm-hmm. uh, and then we have the epilogue of them in the hospital um, Sarah there's uh, our Jason Vunderburger says our frog and Greg's no not your frog after being that was- confused that that's his name yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarah doesn't have a tape player they'll listen at his house but he needs to work up to that.
1: <laughs> that was really funny.
0: Probably a good call.
1: <laughs> yes. No. Def. Definitely a good call.
0: What else from this uh, epilogue before we go through the uh, cast of characters?
1: Um. Greg looked adorable. His teacup was gone, and his hair. Looked oh yeah. Precious. Yeah, it was precious. Yeah. I just want to cuddle Greg. Just, Aww. just, just want to hug him. He's yeah. adorbs. Um.
0: Ooh, I don't know. It was I, mean, it was really, I
1: mean, it was really great when Wurt was like Greg when he woke up, and that was just precious.
0: Yeah, it was precious. It's like Greg's not and mad. also, at-
1: the frog had a blanket on it, like earlier in the ambulance, which I thought was great.
0: Oh, he had a shock blanket on. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Uh, no, what- know
1: because he was. But you did notice. Or you didn't. I didn't notice that. Now. You know it was because it was Greg, and then Wert and then the frog was with Wert and it had a flip blanket on it.
0: Nice. uh One thing is that Greg never mad at Wert despite you know Wurt being mean yeah, no. to, to Greg. Yeah. Greg just Greg's always. Just, like, Greg's just. He's perfect. like. It, it turns out Greg is maybe more of a uh, symbol of innocence rather than yeah. a, too much of a main character.
1: He's literally the precious cinnamon roll. Too
0: good. Yeah, is the pure. he is the embodiment of the cinnamon roll. I mean, I feel like that's if that's maybe I think feel like is one of your biggest criticisms of this ending, and maybe one of the yeah. biggest ones in general is that this is this ending presents Wurt as a real character, and then everyone else not really as a real character. Yeah. Which I was fine with, but um, I also see how that's not something that someone would be fine
1: Especially with. since, like, I love Greg. He's precious.
0: Yeah. he's I mean, very. I
1: mean, he's very much like Steven in Steven Universe. Like, I mean, he just Yeah, but to
0: Steven has, there. like, important moments and stuff. I mean, Greg, well, Greg was, think... like... There's a ton of Greg moments, but, like, he, he was an inconsequential in the end. Yes. To, to, in which terms is... of the resolution. Which is, you know, I don't yeah. know. I mean, uh, well,
1: he's kind of... I mean, he's... The, I mean, I guess it's, I mean, we could say that he is, like... In little ways, he helps Word like figure.
0: Well, yeah, he helps Word figure him. Yeah, he helps sort figure himself out. But like, that's the thing; he's an auxiliary to work Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I don't know. Again, I'm as I as, for me, it's not a criticism. Like, I'm completely fine with how it ended. But I, I also understand if if that is. Uh, we, we let's go through the montage of characters. We have um, so first we have the Bell and the Frog. Like I said, um, before we cut away to the montage, the greg is like ringing the frog to <laughs> shaking the frog and the bell rings so uh, right. to be clear like this indicates that the auntie's whispers bell is still in him and that if the yeah. object from there is still true there then it would say then they actually went like yeah. everything
1: actually happened yeah
0: which is what the show is trying to present um even if it's kind of a throwaway even if i think we both agree though honestly it doesn't really matter though no
1: it does yeah
0: matter. um we have the woodsman and his daughter uh, i think his daughter looks a lot like work by the way which I guess makes sense.
1: I didn't notice that. I mean, they've the well, same the nose. They have the
0: same the nose, nose, but a lot of the characters have that nose. I guess I'm not sure. I feel no, like, they don't. Didn't Lorna? Don't. Didn't Lorna have that nose? No. I feel they like they have she,
1: different shapes.
0: <laughs> oh, it's the, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a two-dimensional shape, but it's a different shape. Okay, I see.
1: No, like I don't. Her nose was. I don't think her nose was the same. The
0: woodsman's daughter or Lorna? Lorna. Okay, interesting. Interesting. I, mean, I uh, could be wrong. I mean, we can look back on it as we go, but because uh, we but do. Like get... I would,
1: like this, this sound like I was paying attention to nose shapes because, like, where I am obsessed with words' character design, and like I would just like I, well, I love all the character designs, but like I'm obsessed with words, and like I paid a lot of attention to characters' noses because they're interesting.
0: I was paying, I was paying attention to nose shapes. Delaney, 2015. Yes. <laughs> That's the takeaway here, but. uh it is we have the woodsman and the daughter we have the fish. okay here's how i wrote this in the outline the fish fisherman fishes turtles oh my god do you agree <laughs> that is yes. that's what I happened
1: did it that way the yeah. fish
0: fisherman fishes turtles yeah i mean that's what happens I, yeah. I i love that that also tied things together it's like what were those turtles for oh turtles are fish in this world and the fish fisherman is yeah. not a fish okay i see yeah. uh, I'm, we, glad, I'm glad we
1: finally cleared that one
0: up yeah i didn't know so that was good that they had that um we had lorna and auntie uh, the the faves the fave characters, and we had uh, the frog still in the mud from episode five or whatever. uh we'd end the Endicott lady, I forget her name with a picture of Endicott,
1: so maybe he died, which is will tie back to
0: yeah, which that's I maybe what it's implying I don't know we had figures well, you
1: said there was you said there was a headstone
0: uh yeah, yeah, there was a headstone in the real world, and we don't see yeah all
1: these connections all these
0: connections um there's figures of all the people. what are the figures from?
1: i can't think of anything of like why they're there
0: is it from um i mean let's we'll go over that okay let's keep going then I mean,
1: we'll we ch- can think about it if we, i mean if we'll I,
0: check I, off I the can... episodes basically is what i want to do uh we have yeah. this the teacher her dad and the animals at a circus did they say that they're going to a circus in that episode
1: i have no i have no recollection
0: yeah <laughs> good we're very on top of things here me included um we have the, i mean
1: i don't think i mean I, I was shocked they were at the circus why,
0: why were we shocked they were at the circus?
1: well i was just like why are they at the circus okay <laughs> i see what you're saying
0: uh we had the giant pumpkin leader like,
1: oh my God, it's a circus!
0: we had the pumpkin leader and then we saw, actually saw skeletons in the pumpkins for once um and then we had beatrice and her family who are literally the weasleys you're right because she's right yeah does that mean she's ginny
1: yes she's
0: jenny okay so there she's yeah, my fa- she's she, our
1: favorite so obviously she's, she's my fave
0: now that's what that means and then we have the frog singing and then we have the rock at the end of, uh yes. the rock rock facts rock okay uh let's check off the episodes on this montage um the first episode i guess is the woodsman and her to his daughter i guess hard times at the husk that's the pumpkin um schooltown follies we get the teacher songs of dark lantern is that the one with the figures? are there fi- are know, there I mean. are there figures in the uh in the tavern i can't nope
1: i can't think of. It. i'm going to
0: assume that's true because then we have mad love we have the endicott we have lullaby and frog we have the frogs in the mud ringing the bell we had the two um the uh lorna and auntie um babes in the woods we that's the one over with the giant fish yeah. and uh into the Un- into the unknowns like the finale part one so i guess we don't have anything from that but i guess beatrice maybe counts for that episode yeah um so i guess that they're from the tavern that's my guess but we'd have to re-watch. i don't i
1: mean i really don't remember figures
0: i don't know um
1: they just dance and stuff
0: yeah i mean they do but that's true what I mean, do you i
1: was thinking it could also be like the woodsman like it would make sense that he like carves things and like what if he carved figures
0: yeah true uh, what do, kind of what's the ions. what does the oil end up being?
1: Uh, it's just oil.
0: We learn what the uh, the whatever wood is, but what's the atel Why is he Why is he oil? Why is he making oil from the trees and stuff?
1: To keep the light burn.
0: Yeah, but the that's burn. from atelwood trees. What about the normal trees? The
1: normal trees. He doesn't. Cop, he doesn't. Tr- we don't ever see him. The only normal tree he chops down that we watch him chop down is um is when he tries to warn Where?
0: oh okay i see oil, so you're saying oil so you're tree. saying all the oil in his thing is from out of the trees okay yeah I'll no it is
1: because um when he's in the box and he's like yeah it's the red like it's it's differentiated by color the red that's the out of wood and yeah. then like when beatrice slams into that tree and like it and we see the, like the branches move over whoever was laying there was it beatrice i don't remember mm-hmm. um yeah it was beatrice like those that he was cutting down Adlewood tree yeah which you might want to go back and look there might have been a face in it like the, the atwood tree was someone
0: yeah maybe, because now
1: we know all the souls are looking the looking tree. back on it now
0: yeah Okay. Right. uh anything anything else from that ending
1: um it was great
0: anything specific i don't think so i think it nope. covered it all
1: like yeah i think we've
0: what do you think of what do you so what do you think of that blog it's um after they get out of the lake you know i feel like it's kind of perfect
1: i mean it's not what i wanted but i do like it and i think it is it's perfect like from it from the show standpoint and like thematically it's perfect
0: (sighs) yeah not yawning at you just
1: sure Uh uh-huh yeah i don't know this
0: is one of our longer podcasts so there you go uh okay wrapping things up um what's uh, yeah, so I know you're I'm higher than you on the finale. Uh what's um rank your top three episodes from the series, I guess.
1: Nine. Um shoot. Uh probably the pumpkins. Uh, they, I actually think I might like, it's like nine then like oh nine songs of the dark lantern and then um the pumpkins.
0: Oh, just favorite yeah, favorites. yeah.
1: Just, just my favorite episodes top like the best episodes are probably like nine ten and then like the first or second episode
0: mm-hmm. yeah i'm on either nine or seven i'm uh, i love seven and um ten so like nine seven ten being in the top three um t- series overall uh So like let me let's go through the episodes, right? Episode one is really good. Uh and it's really well done visually and everything. Episode two is also very good, it's very creepy, but it's not necessarily anything of consequence. Episode three is kinda cute is kinda cute and it's good. Um uh four is uh quite good, I think. Um it's framed very well and stuff like that. Five is another cute, nice one. Uh that's
1: one of your faves.
0: What, five? Five. Five is one of my faves, yeah. Six, uh is maybe for me was too cutesy the first half of six but it's uh still also ultimately good no 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 not the dream the uh the frogs on the the boat oh
1: no i love the frogs
0: for me for me that's like the lowest point maybe i don't know though seven is um incredible uh eight is the dream is maybe too cutesy but the rest of it is very good nine is absolutely incredible and ten is um for me a perfect ending to the to the show uh that
1: reminds me actually there's another theme they can they are continuously almost freezing to death, which of course ties to them being in the cold
0: In the cold in the cold lake, yeah, that's true.
1: And wort does fall into like a cold lake and gets fished out, so
0: Yeah. He falls into a lake within the lake that they're
1: And it's in. interesting that like it's this is obviously Halloween, then like it's always winter. It's always
0: winter. Yeah. Even though it's Did kinda fall. My- no. Uh what uh okay, overall, what do you think of the series? How do you compare it to um how would you try to compare it to kind of a long form show?
1: Um, well, I think it's hard to because honestly, a long term show is kind of at a disadvantage because this is like an incredible mini series and like how it's handled and part of what is brilliant about it is that it's a mini series. But I definitely wouldn't like I'm not saying like this is better than like any long term or that like but, or that it's lesser than any long term simply because of it's format. But I mean, th- this is definitely up there with things like, you know, like people like if you like Steven Universe and you like if you like good cartoons, watch over watch Over the Garden Wall. Like it's amazing, it's incredible, and and, and what's interesting about Over the Garden Wall, it's not so much what happens, it's the experience of watching Over the Garden Wall, which I think is something that we miss a lot today and like watching just watching anything like it's like it doesn't like yeah it's the plot look like we we're talking about, it doesn't matter if it happened or not what happened what what what's what's important is that like we went on this adventure with Bert and greg and like everything that happens and like it's the experience of watching the show for the first time that's important not like what happens if that makes sense yeah which i think is like that's what's so incredible about this show is just the experience of watching it and like because you know like core love cora Korra's great cora not necessarily an experience like it's about what happens in well i would say like cora is an ex- like you know i mean, Korra's like i love cora it's incredible it's one of my my favorite thing ever but you, like it's not like it's There, are the things that, what makes cora special isn't like the experience of watching cora it's cora like the show and like the plot and what happens in cora
0: cora yeah cora very plotty sorry almost every is almost every show these days this is yeah i agree with you this is more of a it's a visual experience. It's a, um, thematic experience. And I also think it's a character experience, which is the part I really oh, yeah. connect to. Um, eventually it ends up being with word and, uh, it's, it's very striking compared to comparing to a lot of other, even, even a show like adventure time, um, which is, uh, sometimes it's similar to this in that it doesn't have these continuous plot elements and stuff like even less continuous plot elements than Steven universe. And, um, this is just, this is like, kind of Adventure Time at its best, I would say, uh, this show. It's like, Adventure Time at its best is very thematic, sentimental, um, character-focused, and uh, it's like, let's condense Adventure Time to, like, mostly the ten best episodes, you know? And uh, then I feel like, and not only that, but you can focus the overall story and the, the overall themes in the very tight unit. And, like, so, like, Over the Garden Wall is going to compare extremely favorably to any long-form show because it lacks the flaws of, like, lacks the flaws of it. But that being said, I also think it, like, lacks the high points to a certain extent. Um, What's incredible to me...
1: You don't have the high highs and the low lows.
0: Yeah, I think that's mostly true. But I also think the, the end is the show is a high high. Um, well, yeah. Which is what this, which I feel like is the very strong point of this this miniseries overall, is that um, despite not having the build up to Cora's character like in Cora, um, you still get something analogous to a Cora a alone and uh, the ends of book three, right? Um, yep. You still get these emotional moments with Word. even though Wurt's ten times less the character than Cora is. The show is so good thematically and so good visually that you yeah. still have this kind of experience with it, uh, and I just I think that. It over it makes for a very very good uh, miniseries overall. Um, it's, I mean, it's I can't say it's one of the best series I've seen because it's not uh, comparable. I feel like to longer form series, but it's it's extremely good. Um, it's I mean, like at times it's just good. It's not necessarily always very good, but overall the experience of watching it is is it turns out to be really great, and I can totally see why people you know are really in love with it. And, uh, I think that it was probably one of the best animation things, uh, to come out last year. I think of Cora wasn't the two best seasons of Korra didn't air last year. Then it would have been the yeah. best animation thing on, on television. Um, and, you know, just overall, I think as, as, as I've expressed throughout this podcast, I really connected with this ending. I really connected with this overall. I think it's really great. And I really look forward to future work from, um, from Pat McGale. I was gonna look up oh, what definitely. he's doing. What he's doing next, but this is also kind of a culmination, a collaboration of a lot of great talents at Cartoon Network too. Pat McHale, only thirty one. Wow, just that's yeah. like Alex Hirsch. Yeah. Um, well,
1: we could talk about. You're talking about, you know, comparison. fair you know, you know, we had Quora and two seasons of Korra last year. Well, we could also. This, I, I, has, I mean, obviously, it's a series. It's a season. It's you know, it happened. I would, I, but I hesitate. I would rather call it an event. This was an animation event. Like, that's what the experience... That, that's uh, For me, that's why this was such an experience. Like, this this was an event. Like, yeah. this... What this was. Which I think definitely makes it... That's, that's part of why it's so hard to compare to something like Cora, Because Cora is... Korra was a constant for so long. But this was just kind of like a blurb and it happened. And it's kind of like, were you there or were you not? And, you know...
0: So... Yeah, and I think it really just works really well. It just, it works really well as itself overall. Like, it's, yeah. it needs to be a miniseries, and for a miniseries, it's also really great, like, as itself. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Like, I, I
1: don't want more. Like, and if there ever will be more, I'll be upset. Like, this is what I want. Just stick it like this.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm very satisfied overall. I think it was very good. Um it's it's like i don't know grading series overall you can almost look at this as an episode right it's only the yeah. series is only um you know 100 something minutes long uh it's i don't know for me this is like a solid a uh not an yeah, a plus but an a you know um, oh
1: yeah i did give it a definite a
0: it's like a solid like 9.6 on my grading scale from cora if, if you listen to <laughs> the podcast it's like
1: oh yeah, we, we like 9.5 9. is
0: like best of the best, and this is like slightly better than that too. But it's not quite up there with the best things of all time. But that's it's not, it's not a 10, but it's not as like a 9.6. Like I was very into it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Closing thoughts.
1: I just it's just incredible, well, and I wish we had more things like this. Like I want more innovation, event, animation events. Like I want more things like this that are just self-contained, and you watch it, and you're like, yes, this is great. And miniseries, Like, it's just great. Like, this format is just wonderful.
0: Um, this is also... I think this miniseries is, like, a credit to Cartoon Network because... Oh, definitely. Like, the, all the talent there, but also just the fact that they're able to get this up and running, um, get the talent necessary to create, like, only a 10-mini-episode type thing, um, and do it with presumably not too many resources, right? I assume they didn't allocate a ton of money to this, but, like, you bring in Cole Sanchez from Adventure Time. You bring in... Um, I don't. I don't remember who else did it for now, but uh, these people from their other existing shows, which Pat McHale worked with previously, and you can you bring in a few regulars who always work on them. You bring in Pendleton Ward to do an episode. That's true, Pendleton Ward like storyboard an episode, and um, you just have this uh, system in which you can kind of like bring like or uh, whatever bring together a lot of talent and to do this. Yeah. Like I'm basically what I'm trying to do is I'm like thinking like this is a great format. Uh, for Mike and Brian, if they ever want to get back into animation. Um, But Nick has nothing like, I don't think Nick would be able to do this though for them. Like Mike and Brian had to build their own team from the bottom up there. Nick, they wouldn't be able to pull in things from old, from like equally good series and have like an existing room set up because there are no equally good series at Nick. Like there's some talent over at TMNT and they could maybe, you know, get some people from there, but there's no existing structure. They wouldn't, they would have to just do everything over again um
1: and and Cartoon Network in a way is kind of um like obviously the shows are different but like the kind of animation and the kind of shows that Cartoon Network are airing is like that's like it makes sense that they can do something like this because they kind of overlap they kind of work there's a lot of of
0: there's a lot of uniformity between all of their shows like all of their shows are the same length uh this eleven minute format and all of them are kind of built around adventure time now, right? Um yeah. and you've just you've had people who've worked on multiple shows and it's it allows them to like crossover shows, right? Like uh yeah. like uh Steven Universe and um and Uncle Uncle grandpa. grandpa. Yeah. So it's it's just it seems like a really great uh animation place to be uh at right now if you're a talented, yeah. you know, and like artist. Nickelodeon
1: had like Horror, and then they have like T M N T and like maybe what like SpongeBob, but like ugh, and then
0: the Nick Nick Animation Studios are actually like a great place to like culminate talent. Like all, all of my problems with Nick are on the corporate side, not on the animation side. Yeah, um, in New York, but there's no. There's no, it seems like everything's too much of a separate thing to do this stuff. Yeah, that's of that's thing what there. I meant. Like, yeah. you
1: have these things that are like, yeah. they're not like, they, they couldn't mesh well together. The last time we had something like this was like Jimmy Timmy Power Hours. And that was that's like true. Incredible. They did have that. Yeah. And of course, those are, those, are, no, we will never reach the heights. Those <laughs>
0: those <laughs> never. No. I, those we were, can't do it.
1: Those were incredible moments. But, like, I mean, we don't have anything like that. Like, we don't, have a, we don't have any shows like that that we could, that, that this could happen with. That is an interesting case because Jimmy Neutron and Fairly Odd Fairly Odd Parents are very different looking shows, which is why it was so funny that they did that. But like we just we just can't do anything like that, Nick, and which is really frustrating. But it's also kudos to Cartoon Network that they can do something you know that this incredible and like great and like obviously Cartoon Network has some good, good things going for it.
0: Yeah um i don't know that's enough of, for for that but that's an it's an it's an interesting note um i was just thinking that like i
1: guess i guess we can't have our complain podcast anymore i mean we can TV.
0: we can say good things and complain but uh <laughs> i just would love mike and brian tackling this 10 episode format you know maybe oh, yeah. like six episodes instead of like they kind of, they tried to do this with um with Cora yeah. season one but i feel like they tried to do too much and it was too long yeah. like, like I it's feel like, interesting
1: what they could do in 11 minutes like that would be what would fascinate me what they could do in this like exactly this format, 11 minutes, 10 episodes. Like, like I, would, I would
0: either want to see 11 minutes, 10 episodes, or I'd want to see like six episodes, 30 minutes, you know? Yeah. Um, Like that would be fine. Six episodes, 22 minutes. Um, Yeah. I just, I, I this format works so well for this. I want to see it explored more basically is what I, is the overall conclusion. Yes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Good. Sorry,
1: I thought I guess I didn't say it loud enough. Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: Good. uh Over. I'm Dylan Heist, and that's Delaney while You can find our social media links and everything about. And now, since it's the end of this, where can we find you, Delaney, after this four-part podcast series? People are convinced at, to now follow you on Tumblr.
1: Please at Guru Korosami, and I'll probably be trying some like over the garden wall fan art because I am very, very obsessed with Wurtz character design.
0: It's very, yeah, it was very interesting. This is, by the way, this, that was, I didn't say this, this, this is a great example of a show um, using the mythology to justify the initial designs. Like we were talking about this in me and Sam's Steven Universe podcast, the gems looking like humans is the initial design. And I want that explained within the mythology of the show, right? Like in a similar way that the words yeah. cool costume is eventually explained within the show. Um, I'm Dylan Heisen, I'm Dylan, Heisen uh, Dylan OVA on Tumblr, Dylan underscore OVA on Twitter. And um, you can find everything about this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. We need your help to continue doing po- coverage of shows like this. I mean, more the more support, the more things we can cover in theory. If uh,
1: you yell at us enough, we'll probably cover it.
0: Yeah, and recommend things for us. like this. Doing this was a direct result of you guys yelling at us enough about it, so that's good. Uh, huge thanks to our current patrons, Andy, Beatrice, Mitch, Nate, Cordell, and Shana. Uh Buzz Lightyear, Beatrix the Strange. What was our oh Beatrice? That was would be yeah, Beatrice. or Beatrice too for this show. Uh Fever Mitch, Nathan Fillion, uh, Bluebird, it was Bluebird. Bluebird. Oh yeah, that was I, I like that nickname a lot, Bluebird. Um Cordell University and Cornell University and Haina. And um these patrons are um current as of August twenty second, which is when we're recording this this one's not gonna be released for like another week. Um but uh, Delaney and I cannot resist <laughs> trying to finish the show soon. It would have been even worse if we extended this like um,
1: like I literally moved in two days ago, and I'm like, oh, I need to watch need this to finish right it, out. yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, thanks, guys. If you watched all – if you watched all – listen to all four parts of this uh, Over the Garden Wall uh, podcasting coverage, tell me in a Tumblr ask at Dylan OVA, and um, that'll be cool. Uh, I don't know. No hashtag for us. What, what hashtag could it be? We don't hashtag. wanna actually I don't wanna actually do hashtags, so I'm not gonna actually check the
1: Hashtag, hashtag. Jason Funderburg.
0: Yeah, there you go. I mean I'm sure that's being used by other people, but that's okay. That's and true. yeah. What anything else Delaney?
1: Nope, it was great.
0: Yeah. Woo. Very very happy that we we did we yes. did this. Yeah, cool. Uh and I also think this podcast ended up being really good, so cool. <laughs> Yay. yay thanks we usually have this brief down after we end but there you go we got it before, <laughs> we got it before we ended this time yay. thanks for listening <laughs> thanks for listening guys we'll see you next time uh bye,
1: bye.